Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam! I'm Quick. And I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for Ducket, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 or <laughs> 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, okay divas, let's, let's talk Duckets. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. <laughs> Um, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe below and follow us on the things, Instagram, Facebook, Divas and Duckets. So today we are talking about friends in business. Yep, we are. And it is, a. I don't know, for us it's been easy. I think mm. it's a, it's an interesting topic. Um, for me, it largely depends on what the business is and how much it requires for you to invest to start it up. Um, and, I mean, and, that can make yeah. a difference in the <laughs> what your level of intensity. Yeah, yeah for yes. sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so let's get into it. All right. So I think we're in this space where, let's be honest, Life is expensive, uh-huh. wages aren't going up, so a lot of people are interested in being entrepreneurs, whether it's they want their time to be their own time, whatever the reason, a side hustle. So, you know, business ownership is a thing. I think it has its benefits, especially in the Black community. If you have a successful business, you can employ other people, maybe people that look like you. So um, it is good for the community to yeah, have these, sure. like, businesses small businesses you know locally owned um and so i think while it is good sometimes the development of the business mm. the running of the business if you're dealing with especially like you're you're working with friends in particular it can be challenging mm-hmm. because there's a relationship outside of business right um, and how to kind of walk that tightrope, if you will, um, and keep that balance between the two. I think it takes a little bit of practice there. Yeah, I think it takes a little bit of practice and it takes a lot of communication, mm-hmm. um, probably in areas that you probably aren't used to having in mm-hmm. your friendship. Right. Yeah. Um, some of those lighter communications, uh, I think when talking about business, you know, is always think about it like a bank like what would Mm -hmm. they want to know these are kind of conversations that we would need to be able to have are you comfortable talking to me about a business plan what are your goals what you know what what are we hoping to achieve are we Mm -hmm. aligned there you know yeah um why do you want to start it is it because you know you're going through a divorce you need to pay a bunch of money and after that's done you out like and Mm -hmm. i have different views you know so i think you know, just even deciding why you're even wanting to go into that business um, Mm -hmm. is important. So, you know, you have to be able to be comfortable having, I don't necessarily think they have to be uncomfortable conversations, but deeper dive conversations um, than you would in your friendships. And I think a lot of the times that those are um, things that you need to pay attention to. Are you the one always trying to pull the meetings and they're Mm -hmm. like, 
okay, whenever you're ready, like, <laughs> you do this and you do this and you do this and I'll be there. Because, you know, those are things you want to pay attention to when you're starting up that business. Are you the one that's going to always be doing the work? Yeah, doing yeah. the work. And I that's a good segue because I do think you have to be honest with yourself about roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes more is better because you can disperse the work, but with more business partners comes more votes, becomes yeah. more opinions or whatever. So I will say working with you, there's just two minds coming together and it's easier kind of to, to divide the things that have to be done up by Honestly, to some extent, like, I don't want to call it talent, but just areas of strength. Yeah. Um, and so I will say to your point, when we decided, like, hey, we want to do this Divas and Duckets thing, and we do want to extend it beyond a podcast. But in starting a podcast, who's our audience? Like, to your point about that deeper dive, we had the conversation where it was literally, like, yeah. a worksheet of, like, what's our one-year goal? or I what's our Yeah, what's our little three-year goal? <laughs> what do we want to do? And, like, outside of podcasting, because, of course, when we start, like, podcasts are blowing up. Now everybody has a podcast. And so, um, and I think we spoke on it before, it's a lot easier, of course, if you already have a big following or, of course, you're famous right. to get those sponsorships and to get, you know, most podcasts are paid by advertisers. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, so then how do we plan to uh, monetize this in some way outside of that? Because we're not necessarily, that's not necessarily our yeah. journey within this. Yeah. Um, and so even being able to talk through that and think through that and like, you know, I think the statistic is I can't remember the percentage, but a good majority of businesses fail within the first five years. So understanding that it was going to take some time from this is our idea Mm -hmm. to, okay, we're actually like seeing something coming in and being committed to we're willing to, you know, invest the resources in what it costs to record, what it costs to, um, because Recording is not free. So, <laughs> um, unless you're one of those people that can do it at Right, your unless you're just very you know, tech savvy yeah. and you know how to edit videos and you have, but you would still have to get the equipment you to, get to get the record. Videos, you got to get the record, the um, mic. Yeah. So that, like the platforms that you hold your podcast, like we were in, willing to invest that capital, our own money, yeah. um, until we were at a point where we're bringing money in from other resources. So again, to your point, it was just like, a more, I guess, personal example of those deeper conversations of, like, what are we trying to do? Yeah, and I mean, I think to that sometimes you don't, especially if you're going into a new venture, like, we had to learn so many different things, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Like, now we do it without thinking about it, but (laughs) um, we had to learn so many different things, and then those are costs you can't initially count up because you don't even know they exist, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So just, I think it's really important to... You know, everybody's not always going to be on a dollar for dollar equal footing mm-hmm. um, when you go into those partnerships. But, you know, just make sure that you you definitely are with somebody that um, is like minded, that they spend the same way, mm-hmm. um, that y'all can have those kind of financial conversations uh, because there will be expenses and you don't know how long it's going to take for that journey mm-hmm. to, you know, to um start generating that income and get, giving you that return. So um, do you have that capital to last, you know, a year or two years mm-hmm. of your own? Like that's, that's conversations that, you know, you have to have. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And even being able to set that deadline, like, yeah, we've been doing this for six years, it ain't nothing happening, we got to call it quits. You know, those, mm-hmm. again, those are conversations, you know, that you have to have because some people are just like dreamers and they're just like, oh, in six months, we're going to be rich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to know that too. Or, that's yeah. What you're working with. Yeah. yeah. And that made me think, like, I think a good habit to have if you're going to go into business with your, with a friend or friends, plural, is um my therapist called them hard transitions. So you have to have those meetings where we're like we're gonna have a business meeting uh-huh. and we're gonna talk about these things. Um and that's separate from our time together as friends where we're hanging out or whatever. Yeah. Um I think that keeps things organized and it keeps you accountable, but it also keeps the conversation like less awkward, you know, sometimes it's going to be hard to like, we're not, we're not talking business over nachos. Like I'm trying to have a good time. I'm not trying to talk about margaritas. Yeah. (laughs) And then like a yearly, just like, you know, we talk about these goals and assessing the end of year and all of that, a yearly kind of thing of like, okay, this is what we did or we achieved this year. This is the, these are the areas that we still need to kind of improve or, or step up in. Yeah. What do we want to do differently? You almost need to have, I, I mean, I'm fancy, so I'll call it a retreat. You know what I mean? You could pull up and get a massage or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, you need to have that little, whether you call it retreat, goals meeting, whatever, that every year kind of be checking in to see where you are, if things, if you have the same goals, if things have changed based on what you've learned. Sometimes yeah. you learn new things and it's like, okay, I'd like to pivot. Um, Because one of the things that we talked about is, you know, Divas and Duckets will not always be just a, like, the podcast. Right. It'll be part of what we do because, of course, it's how we introduced ourselves. But there's other things that we want to do under the moniker Divas and Duckets. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think also you have to be willing to have, um, to be able to pull your emotions back. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I, I don't necessarily know if it, it's the same way with men. Um but I think, uh, especially if you're, you know, women are getting together to build a business together, that you have to be able to draw that line of, okay, this is just a business conversation. This isn't an attack on my relationship. This is an attack mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think about situations where, like, you know, like, one person might be able to have to invest more and they need to be able to come to that to the table of, like, these are my fears. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the thing that I'm worried about without you feeling like, Oh, you think I'm irresponsible? <laughs> you yeah. know, you got to be able to be like, you you bring in a large bucket, okay? Yeah. yeah, you know. So I think you have to be able to um, talk about those things too, and mm-hmm. you know, business plans are really important. Like I said, I think because of the type of business that we had, we had a business plan. Yeah, it wasn't one of those formal ones that you would take to a bank because we didn't necessarily need the investment at right. the time. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. once we branch out, yeah, we're gonna need a business plan if we need some generating some income, sponsors, and all of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are invested into you know like those brick and mortar type businesses, yeah, um, you know you, you need to be able to come up with business plans. You know, um. I think, like you were talking about strengths, like everybody has their, you know, their different strengths. Somebody mm-hmm. might be a good marketer, you know, yeah. and that's very important. You mm-hmm. know, um, someone, you know, might have that legal advice. Someone might have the budgeting advice. Um, 
So pulling on those resources and making sure that I think it's important that everybody should be able to be a connector mm-hmm. at the very least. Yeah. Um, I can't do it, but I know X, Y, and Z, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it, it gets real. I just think you have to be able to weigh the balance of things, right? It mm-hmm. gets real. Um, it can get real sticky if one person's always like, I'm always the resource. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's really important that everyone in there is a connector in some kind of way. I can't do this, but, you know, here's a resource. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think the other thing is making sure, <laughs> like, don't just pick random friends to go into business <laughs> with. Like, yeah. we need to... It, like some some one person might be more artsy, like maybe their thing is more of like a crafts, your Etsy, what have you. Whereas this other person over here is trying to start a car wash. Like those things do not mix; right. they're not even the same. Right. Like you just both want to be business owners, and so those two ideas don't make sense together. Right, right. right. Um, and so and even the scale of it, like the things that you're gonna have to do to start each, are totally different. Um, you know, you could create an Etsy account now. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it yeah. is different in that regard. And so I think those really preliminary conversations about what are you interested in? What are the things that you like? What is the, you know, is this person more in it for the money versus is this person, is it really important for this person to, I want to run this business, but I want to give back. I want to make a difference. Those might be two totally different business models. Um, And so those are the kind of like conversations that you have to have. um, And definitely those check-ins because again, yeah, we're friends, but we're also in this business to generate some kind of income, whether it's supplementary or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, to your point, you have to separate the two, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a however you want to do it, FaceTime, whatever, make the appointment. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing, and we've kind of touched on it before, um, but like with business, the other side of that is if you're a person who has a business, sometimes your friends aren't going to necessarily support your business. They're not necessarily going to do the repost or share like that or even utilize whatever kind of service or product that you have. Yeah. And I think that, of course, some of us, you know, maybe it's just because how we are, it's just like, oh, well, I would do this, this, that, and the third for them. Like, it kind of feels like it's kind of hurtful that they don't support it or... Um, you know, watch or buy this or come to this yoga studio, whatever it is. Um, and I think the thing is to remember, just like you said um, before, is to kind of like separate the two. Um, first of all, talk to the lady because your feelings are valid and you have to work through those feelings. But separate the fact that your business, maybe your friend doesn't do yoga mm-hmm. or maybe, you know... Maybe your friend washes their own car instead of goes to the car wash. I don't know. But, you know, and still be authentic to yourself. If you're that friend that, like, look, regardless of whatever business you have, I'm going to do something. I'm going to buy the gift cards. I'm going to do the things. Like, still be authentic to yourself, but be able to separate just like if you were actually a business partner with your friend. Like, hey, this is my business, and maybe I might get a lot of support over here from a total stranger comparatively. Yeah. Um, I think that's always difficult. Um, mm-hmm. 
because you do want your friends to support you, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially if you vocalize it, mm-hmm. um, you know, hey, can y'all share this or, you know, leave a comment. It's free, you know, mm-hmm. and it still doesn't happen. I think it can it can be hurtful. Yeah. Um, but like you said, you still have to be authentic to yourself. Of course, don't allow that to change you. You know, if you're like, you know, that person, like you said, that person that's always supporting or f- feel like you are, because I think people always feel like I'm very supportive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think people, everybody thinks that about themselves. I don't think there's anyone that would be like, I'll support people. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone verbalizes that. But mm-hmm. if you feel like you are one of those people that's just like, no matter what, you just always showing up. You mm-hmm. always, you know. Mm-hmm. Um they just continue to do that. Like, yeah. like you say, your, your, who is meant for you will be there, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I don't, I don't think it takes away, uh, definitely doesn't take away any of the hurt when it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so, um, about, I think it's important because I remember one time that we probably for a span of a few months, uh, mm-hmm. probably maybe five or six months, we were just business, right? We mm-hmm. were like, dang, what's the last time we just actually chilled out as girls, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we were like married couples. <laughs> and that, and that's just, what it made me think we of, were right? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, all right. yeah so mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, not married, but you hear that all the time. Like you just fall into this role of this is what we're doing mm-hmm. and you forget the relationship that started it all, right? Yeah. So just making sure that you're still nurturing that, that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's also like when people do watch us and they do listen to us, they're like, it's the, it's the authenticity between us, right? Yeah. The way we bounce off each other. But that comes with still hanging out. That comes with having those calls when I'm hurt and she's there for me and vice versa. You mm-hmm. know, it's not always just business, business, business. Yeah. Like, no, if I'm sick, she's showing up at the hospital, you know? So mm-hmm. um, making sure that the, the basis of why you even felt like this was a great person to uh, get into business with, making sure that relationship is, is continuing to be nurtured. Yeah, for sure. I think... And that's somehow, sometimes how you can get caught up in the business of it. It is very important to have those, like, systems set up so that it's not infringing on your friendship. So, like, when we first started, we did, I mean, I guess, legal minds. We did all the things. We yeah. set up a business bank account. We weren't doing all that. Oh, I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to cash app this. No. Right, right. We even set up a business cash app, you yeah, know. Yeah. And so, and we decided, like, okay, every couple months, this is what I'm going to put in the business account. All the expenses are coming out of that. Yeah. Um, which is important, obviously, for legal purposes, if you're LLC or S-Corp and all the things. But also... It just makes things less messy. Yeah. Um. And so and you don't have the headache of feeling like I gotta text them this month to ask for this amount of money. Like, right. It's there. Yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. I think that once you, to your point, are well or machine, it's kind of like, all right, cool. Yeah. But it is important to like still build funding that because part of the why and that foundation was that conversation where you were laughing over drinks or wine and like. Right. We need to do this. And like in that planner and dreamer mindset, I think it's important to have that as that foundation, especially for when things aren't happening as quickly as you wanted them to. Oh, yes. That you still at the end of the day, like we're friends and this is a thing that we did together. Right. Um, I think the only the other thing that I would say, the only other thing that I would say is like be very. um intentional but also open in terms of how you define success i think Mm. when you're an early start 
in your early start as a business, it's very easy to feel like I didn't make $10,000 this year. Like I'm failing or I'm not being successful. And I think certainly if you are a for-profit business, you do want to see income coming in, but it's also important to look at some of those statistics, like where, where am I comparatively, but also what successes did I have that weren't necessarily monetary and be open to that too. Like, just like at the gym, like the success might not be actually on the scale. It might be in your measurements. It might be your max is increasing. Like there's other measures of you being healthier and fitter than just the scale. And so that's why I was saying like, like really be open to what success means. And so I think my last two would be, um, be adaptable. Mm -hmm. Um, because seasons change, you know, like, Mm -hmm especially if you're, you know, part of your business is social media, you know, it, mm-hmm. it ebbs and flows. Like I, I don't, I heard recently Twitter's not called Twitter anymore or something like it's called. Yeah. X. I don't tweet. So you do have to be adaptable um, in your goals, not necessarily with the foundation of your purpose, mm-hmm. but how you achieve those goals might have to, um, change you might have to be adaptable in that um, mm-hmm. and then also making sure you have a discussion about reinvestment right so once those ducats do start rolling in um, for that business how much of it are we returning to the business how much mm-hmm. of it are you know are we put it in our own pockets are we going to pay ourselves as employees like yeah. those kind of conversations um, mm-hmm. I think should happen before the, the money comes in because you know depending on what you do if it's coming in large, you might, yeah, you know, right, feel right, real nah. differently. It took us um, five years. Right, Thank right. you, this. You know. So, yeah, have to have those kind of conversations about reinvestment. Cool. Well, listen, we hope you and your friends are doing well. If you're going into a business, definitely check out. I think every state has um, SCORE. They have free yeah. resources um, if you're starting your business. Um, We will leave you with our information. If you have questions, comments, concerns, divaadvice at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Instagram, Facebook, Divas and Duckets. Our website, www.divasandduckets.com. So we wish you well. Go start the things. Go do the things. Right. All right. Peace. Have a a great attitude. Bye. Bye. Bye.